They can work it out with them in a controlled environment that's very child-friendly with professionals who know how to stop the seizure. And in a way, we teach them so that they can teach others. We know that education is one of the most empowering things on the planet. And this applies to neurologists, psychologists and people with an epilepsy. This week, we hear from paediatric neurologist Masha Melenissa from Croatia, who tells us all about her annual epilepsy camp that she holds for all of the aforementioned, plus training for all kindergartens and schools. So my name is Masha Malenica. I'm a child neurologist in Croatia. I uh, work at a university hospital center called Sestre Milosrdnice. I'm also leading the affiliated EpiCare Center for um, Children in Croatia. And uh, yeah, this is about it. And that's how we met for EpiCare, isn't it? So you have this really cool program, which I've never heard of before. And everybody take note, neurologist, because mm, lovely. Uh, tell us about this program that you have, which involves um, patients with an epilepsy. Basically, the program started many years ago by my former boss, who, um, together with some adult neurologists, decided that we really should emphasize more education and everything else concerning children with epilepsy. So they actually started a camp for children with epilepsy, which we inherited and developed. And now it's sort of branded and, and uh, well-known. Um, and then through that, we also decided that, um, and through our practice, um, we realized that more education should be offered for people who are actually taking care of the children. So parents, caregivers, women who work in kindergartens, daycares, and, and school teachers, because they spend a lot of time with the children and, of course, with our patients. So we decided that they need to get um, education from us. And also, we should be able to get to know our patients better and offer education one-on-one -on -one to them in different environment than we get to see them for a couple of minutes in our clinics. So that's how the whole project started. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about um, the camp that we do. So we um, sort of throughout the year, the whole year, um, filter out and see which or who from our patients would be a good candidate to go to the camp. So um, usually it's um, kids who are from, I don't know, four years old to 18. So it's not just... Um, uh, adult children, let's say. Uh, we have little ones as well. So it's not only children who have um, issues with their uh, cognitive or uh, uh, other illnesses, but also children who have some uh, motor disabilities who require our help with uh, just basic walking or, or dressing or anything else. So um, we try to make a group of about, let's say, 20 to 30 children max. Uh, we invite them to come to our camp. And the camp is organized in a way that uh, my uh, team from the hospital, so it's usually two to three child neurologists, uh, two to three nurses, and then we have a psychologist who also joins us for the duration of the camp. And we have some volunteers who come and, and help us out. But it's our team and the children who are our patients. We go to a different um, location. Um, sometimes it's by the beach, sometimes it's on the top of a mountain. So we try to switch uh, from one to the other. And uh, we take these children away from their parents for a week and we take care of them. So from you know morning to the evening, throughout the night, we stay up and make sure that they're not seizing. We make sure that they 
are eating well, taking their medication, um, helping them get dressed. Uh, we entertain them and educate them all day, every day <laughs> for a week. As exhausting as perhaps being a, pay, uh, being a caregiver, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. But it really helps us a lot to get to know our patients in a completely different light. It gives us a chance to see how they interact with other children. It gives an opportunity for us to see what kinds of seizures they're having, maybe something that we are not seeing or maybe something that the parents are not seeing, but we see it because we are spending so much time with them. So it's, it's, uh, it's really a great thing. And then um, besides giving them some education on what epilepsy is, they get to see other children's seizures. They get to see what it looks like. That's so important, isn't it? I thought that when I, I was, well, honestly, I didn't see, as far as I know, somebody else have a seizure until a few years ago. And I was, and um, actually, no, I tell a lie, sorry. When I was videoed, uh, having video telemetry, and I said, I really want to know what it looks like because I've never seen it and I want to know what other people experience. So I guess that's really valuable for these patients, right? It is. And then they see our reaction to the whole thing and they see how calmly and, and what happens. So um, they try to understand that there are different types of seizures. And then sometimes when somebody else has a seizure that looks like theirs, we say, okay, this is what your seizure normally looks like. And then they sort of get to see what happens and what the response should be, right? Um, in a way, uh, sometimes they're scared, but that's why we also, everybody's there, the whole team. We have a psychologist present so they can work it out with them in a controlled environment that's very child-friendly and uh, with you know, professionals who know how to stop the seizure. And in a way, we teach them so that they can teach others. And uh, it's, it's a great opportunity for the children to meet other children who have epilepsy, because sometimes they're the only child in their school or in their town who has epilepsy, and they feel very isolated and alone. And this way, they get to know each other. They create little networks. They bond on social media. So it's it's really a great way to um, break the stigma that's associated with epilepsy very much still. And it sounds really cool because they're not... So, okay, this, this sounds a bit mean, but sometimes in groups of people with an epilepsy or people affected in some way, we can share things that aren't necessarily 100% true. Um, maybe they just affect us in a certain way, not everyone. But I think when they're built, it sounds like when they're building this group of people with you present, you can assure them that, you know, this is this is the truth. Make sure that every all the information exchange is accurate to empower them with accurate information. And then they can also um, educate other people they know, right? With confidence. Exactly. It's like making ripples, you know, throwing one stone and then in the water. And this is exactly what we're trying to do with, with these children and really trying to make them feel free and safe uh, by sharing everything that's happening to them. They get to talk to other children and, you know, they sort of console other children who have issues at school or at, mm. you know, sport practices. And uh, it, the, the conversations that they have amongst themselves really help them even more than something that they might hear from us. And uh, they learn from each other and they stay connected. And this is probably the greatest value of the whole thing. Um, another thing that we do during the camp is uh, we do a lot of art therapy. We do music therapy. We teach them ways how to 
make their anxiety go away. We help them how to deal with the period after the seizure. We teach them that they can go back to their normal routines after the seizure, if possible. Um, so it's something that really has a long-term effect because for some of them, epilepsy will be a lifelong companion. Yeah. And uh, so if we start early and uh, they sort of feel confident to do all these things and share with us, then we really create adults who will be confident and not ashamed and not afraid of, of their epilepsy and their seizures. And they also see other children also taking their medication. And uh, it's really important for them to realize how uh, important it is not to skip doses and not to skip medication. So uh, when they see other children regularly taking their medication, then it really helps us uh, sort of uh, emphasize the importance of that as well. Um, so, yeah. And then also we um, do a lot of sports activities with them uh, because sometimes what we see in our practice is uh, that sometimes uh, sports uh, coaches uh, try to sort of um, push out children with epilepsy and not include them in some sports. Mm -hmm. um, so what we try to do throughout the camp is really let them swim and jump and do all different kinds of sports. And then we also have a great collaboration with uh, a group of people who do these survival camps. And so sometimes when we go to the mountains, we do a little survival camp for these children. So they learn all these different survival skills in the wild. That's fun. Yes, it's, it's a lot of fun for them. And uh, they really um, get a chance to separate from their family, from their parents for a week. Sometimes for them, it's the first time that they were ever separated from their family. Um, and we also get great positive feedback from the parents who sometimes say, but this is the first time that we were able to let our child go away from us. And they feel so comfortable because they say, we cannot think of anybody more perfect than, <laughs> than you guys to take care of yeah. our child. And it's always a win-win situation because um, when these kids come back, um, they, uh, they're quite different. I mean, and, and we also get such such great feedback from the parents later after the camp uh, because the children are happier. Uh, they're more confident in themselves, uh, more knowledgeable about their uh, their epilepsy. Um, so it's always it's always a, a very good thing. Um, we also get to measure how much they've learned. We give them a little test the first day at the camp. Um, and then we give them the same test at the end of the camp so that we see how much they've learned about epilepsy, about um, uh, seizures, about first aid, what to do when somebody else is seizing. And um, yeah, so it's, uh, it, it's, it's really a great thing. Yeah. How is this funded? Like this, you sound like a bit of a sort of icon for for this work and how it could potentially be repli replicated. But yeah, how is it funded? Like you have people giving their time. How does it work? Pretty much so. Yes. So um, um, my team from uh, from the hospital, we apply for um, funding that is uh, some projects that are offered from um, the city of Zagreb, where we live. Um, we do this through Croatian Association for Epilepsy, and we are all members of the Croatian Association for Epilepsy. So we apply for funding through the city of Zagreb, and um, sometimes we also get donations from uh, citizens. We volunteer our time completely. 
and everything else that is um, um, you know, given to the children, we get from different donations from uh, our friends. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we take our, uh, our free time and uh, volunteer it completely for, for this camp. Uh, so yeah, but I think it's, um, it's important. I think it's uh, something that helps us be better child neurologists. I think that um, in the end, um, this camp is something that um, has long-term effects on the whole epilepsy community. And I would say people outside of the community too, because if you have a more confident person, then we're more likely to get into forms of employment or just social groups maybe, and just live the best life that we can, which positively affects the rest of the world, right? Yes. Cheesy, but true. <laughs> this is the idea. And this is why this is why we also do our second part of of uh, the project. So the the free time that's left over, we spend on <laughs> on educating uh, teachers and uh, caregivers in kindergartens and the parents of our patients um, on seizures and epilepsy and febrile seizures and first aid in seizures. So. Basically, um, what we have done is literally gone to every daycare and every school, every school in Zagreb, physically, got in our car and went there. Amazing. <laughs> and we have given a lecture to the teachers, to the caregivers. It's usually a set of a child neurologist and a psychologist. So we go as a team and we do a lecture for the whole school, basically for the teachers and everybody who works in the school, because you never know who will be on site when something happens. Um, and we offer um, videos, we offer educational material, we show them literally how to help, what to do, what to expect, how to recognize a seizure. And then a psychologist also, um, helps out from, from their side on how to deal with children who have frequent seizures, how to deal with the rest of the class when a seizure happens. And we always leave our contact in case, you know, they need any more information or education. So, yeah, this is something that, <laughs> that we do and we have been doing it for years now. Uh, even throughout the COVID pandemic, we've done it online, so we have not stopped. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's something that uh, we have seen as a very, very positive uh, thing with great impact. Um, sometimes when we are with our personal own friends whose children are going to school and then they say, oh, we have heard this in our school, you, have, you were there, we, you know. So it's, it's great because then it sort of um, gives other parents more confidence in the system, in the school, in uh, everything, because you never know. I mean, like we say, anybody with a brain can have a seizure. So it's it's not for the current patients, but for anybody, literally anybody, anywhere. Oh, and that's so lovely. And also giving that message, it can affect you, can affect your mate at any, at any time. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been Fabulous. Anyone who wants to get in touch, we will have contact details on the website. Thank you again. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Tamasha, for sharing with us her incredible programme. And please, everyone, uh, do feel free to replicate it, which educates paediatric neurologists, psychologists and their patients with an epilepsy simultaneously. I do wish that I'd had something like this when I was a child. 
You can find links to Masha and her work on the website toryrobinson.com. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. And I'd love to hear from you if you have any thoughts about today's show. Please subscribe to Epilepsy Sparks Insights on your podcast app so that you will never miss the weekly episode. I'm Tori Robinson. Thanks for listening.